morning, guys. Today, uh, this is Wise Guy Fantasy Football, starring Anthony DeFulzio. That's my name. Don't wear it out, as the kids used to say. And uh, today, we're just... I, I come in with a little bit of displeasure, because as everybody knows, I'm a Giants fan, and, well, they, they fucked up over the weekend. Let's just say that. Let's just jump right into it. But don't play the theme song. I sing, don't play the theme song. And now you play Anyway, the Giants, okay, they lost 33-31, to 31, okay? Wasn't the prediction I made initially. I thought they were going to get blown out because they're a team that deserves to be blown out. But uh, here we are after another heartbreaking loss, which if you're a Giants fan, you've watched these over the years. This is not the first time the New York Giants have disappointed you in some fi- uh, fashion or another. But this one, especially the losses like this, just like last week, I'm sorry, last year when they played the Philadelphia Eagles and they lost in a heartbreaker, uh, it was a uh, 60-something yard field goal to take the wind out of the giant sails, essentially, when they were already having a shit season. And now you put shit salad dressing all over the season, you make the meat shit. And the same thing happened here. The Giants could have went to 2-3. and three. I thought they scored a little too fast at the end there. And uh, if you didn't catch the Giants game, the Giants lost... Uh, on a 63-yard, record-breaking, Panthers fucking franchise-breaking field goal to win the game uh, at the buzzer. As soon as the whistle was blown, game fucking over. Giants 1-4 during the basement in the division in the NFC least. And uh, it's, just, it's, it's, hot, it's heart-wrenching. They're still in the whole division because the division absolutely blows donkey cock. Okay. The division is a hooker with uh, a couple of teeth missing that's just in and out on somebody's rock-hard penis. Okay, that's the most graphic way I could put it. All the teams in there suck. Let's be real. The Redskins got blown out in New Orleans when Drew Brees broke some records. That's a little preview for what's coming next. We're going to talk about that. The Cowboys look like the Cowboys. Jason Garrett's being questioned as a head coach. What else is fucking new? And the Eagles don't look like Super Bowl champions. And to be honest with you, I didn't think they were going to look like Super Bowl champions anyway. Because they're the Philadelphia fucking Eagles. So you know their fans in Philadelphia. They can't be very satisfied for very long. It just doesn't work in the nature of things for them to be happy. So I knew they were going to fall. I just didn't think it would be this bad. Anyway, going back to the Giants game. There's there's a lot to think about during the heartbreak. Nobody wants to see a heartbreak in the loss. I'd rather... I'd rather watch like a 65 nothing game because then you say, okay, you throw up your hands and go, we didn't bring the best game plan out here. But it's just it's fucking, fucking mind-boggling that, that all of this happened. The Giants seem to do this at least like three times a year. So for an absolute heartbreaker, that makes me want to punch somebody. And then I got to excuse myself from the living room because I don't want to hit my wife again. And uh, I just have to, you know, take myself out of the situation because I could be a little bit of a hothead. Just putting that out there. Uh, the Giants game, there were some good things, okay? Odell finally caught a first touchdown. Hallelujah. Okay, we could all be happy about that. It was a catch double covered in traffic. Uh, made a routine catch out of that, though. Good on you, Odell. Also, a couple of plays earlier... If you were paying attention, he caught, I'm sorry, he threw the ball to Saquon Barkley. It was something out of a fucking fairy tale looking at these two. Never have I seen a Giants wide receiver throw to a running back. 
And look, the Giants got a little creative. Pat Sherman finally said, fuck this playbook. Ripped it up, threw it on the ground. They throw it to Saquon Barkley. It's an easy touchdown. He waltzes right in there. And Barkley had a really good touchdown at the end of the game, too, to put them ahead, doing a little Air Jordan into the end zone. And uh, for those of you uh, who are too young to know about Air Jordan, that's, that's Michael Jordan, that's basketball. I know we don't talk about basketball on the podcast, but I'm going to reference it here because I think it's a good one. Either way, he goes into the end zone, Air Jordan style, uh, and he scores. And, uh, you know, as much as people hate how Eli's been playing, and I will agree with you, he kind of plays like a bag of shit. Uh, Saquon Barkley is uh, truly a gifted player to come out of this draft. And sure, the Giants didn't draft the quarterback, but at least they got somebody, you know, good in in return. So, you know, the trade-off is fine. You're still looking at guys like Sammy Donald and Joshua Rosenboig. You don't know if these guys are going to be good yet because you've only gotten a small sample size. But so far with everything with Saquon, he's been pretty good. Okay. Um, some, other, some other things about the Giants. Um, the whole thing, going back to Eli and how he's been playing. Oh, I should probably mention that local human trash bag Eric Flowers was finally banished from the team. They're going to use the term cut, but I'm going to use the term banished because fucking Lord, if that guy ever steps foot in a giant facility again, there'll be a gun to your head faster than a speeding fucking car. Okay? Eric Flowers, you fucking human garbage. If you're listening here, okay, you should be a bouncer at a fucking McDonald's, okay? Because that's about the only thing you could potentially put your body in front of to block people. Okay, because it'd be children that are going there. Uh, he was let go finally. That's a draft bust. Okay, Saquon was a draft fucking gold mine. Uh, uh, Eric Flowers was a draft bust. Okay, came up dead flowers. And that was the shit stained Jerry Reese era, which the more and more I think about it, uh, was just really. He's lucky that the Giants won Super Bowls to keep his job around because that guy can't build a team. Okay, if the team was made out of Legos. Okay, so either way, the offensive line is still an issue. Eli threw two bad picks this game. And really, if he just gets a little bit more mobile, gets out of his fucking head a little bit, I think he can make the correct plays. Nah, I don't... I'm not a quarterback, okay? I don't have the physique for it, okay? That's why I didn't play it. I played a little bit of defensive line when I was in high school. Okay, then they kicked me off the team. And I don't really want to go back down that road because my therapist says it gets me very angry. So I'm going to leave it at that. But either way, the line play has to be better on both sides. So you could blame Eli for the two interceptions, but I will not blame Eli for the bad defensive line play. No pass rush. And I will not blame him for not holding up blocks enough where he can scramble around a little bit and throw the ball. But we got to get a mobile quarterback the next time we draft. Okay, uh, another thing uh, that they really could improve on is the fucking special teams. Because, yes, Odell had a lot of good plays this game. But the ball hit his ankle on that fucking punt. And then it was coughed up and covered by the Panthers in the end zone. And if you want to win a game, I'll tell you this much, that just can't happen. Okay, I've watched a lot of football. And no winning football team has ever gaffed in the end zone to give the other team the score. That's just statistics for you. You could write that down. And now maybe you're thinking the Carolina Panthers are a fantasy defense, okay? Bringing it back to fantasy. And I say yes, 
make sure you draft them. Okay? But Odell's really got to clean up his shit. Everyone knows about the comments he made last week about not getting the ball enough and Eli not uh, giving him enough confidence in what he can do with this team. And, you know, he, he's, he's kind of right about a lot of those things, but you got to back it up on the field, okay? But don't get fucking cute with it either, Odell, okay? We just gave you 95 fucking million dollars. Shut your fucking mouth, okay? Button the lip, zip the lip, as my father used to say. Zip the lip or I'll get the whip. That's what he used to tell me. And sometimes he hit me with his belt. But, again, therapist can't go there. Anyway, Odell's got to clean up his act. Eli's got to clean up his act. They don't have a lot of time because uh, they're playing the Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday. And the Eagles, while they suck, are also in a desperate need of a win because somebody's got to take control of this division. Uh, and it'll be the two of them or the Cowboys. It definitely won't be the Redskins because I had faith that the Redskins might have put up a little bit of competition against the Saints on Monday night, uh, and they didn't. And so they're the same old Redskins and Jay Gruden uh, gargles cock. Anyway, that's a lot about the Giants. What's next for them is that they really got to get this win in Philadelphia because if they don't do it, it's just more doom and gloom. When you're 1-5, and five, I mean, the margin for error is so thin. They technically have the first pick in the draft right now, and I really have no comment on that. That's fucking pathetic. That's fucking pathetic. The first pick in the draft, there's six other teams that are one and uh, one and four. I don't know how the Giants raffled off for the first overall pick. It's good, you know, looking into the future after the thing's over. Maybe they do use that that first overall pick on a quarterback. Maybe they draft a guy. But now at one and four, out of all 32 teams still in contention in the league, you get the number one overall pick. It's pathetic, Giants. Pat Sherman fixed this. Okay, also, one last thing. McCaffrey's uh, fourth fourth down, it was a third and one. And I, that was that whole play was just a mess. It was a third down, and uh, McCaffrey takes the ball. He doesn't get the line of scrimmage, okay? I'm not a fucking blind hermit. I saw it my own two eyes. He didn't get there. Even the guy on the television set puts fourth and one. So then I'm thinking Cameron Newton's spiking the ball. And a fourth down, giving the Giants turnover on downs. They take a knee and they walk into the locker room with another satisfying win. But instead, the referees give these guys a first down. And it's uh, it's just moronic. Beyond comprehension, okay? The whole the whole referees did a, did a fucking flat foot job of getting these teams officiated. They called a stupid, unnecessary roughness penalty on Landon Collins. When he was making a play on the ball, he accidentally tapped the guy's helmet. I thought they were playing football, not fucking playing ballerina. They flag him for that. Now he's fucked. The whole defense doesn't know what to do. You can't check the quarterback anymore. So the officiating has got to be about 100,000 times better. I'm just going to point that out there. And having that f uh, third down go to the first down to set up the game winning field goal really messed up a game that was all in all pretty entertaining until then. I thought the defense did an okay job making sure that the Carolina Panthers weren't moving up and down the field. But what's the past is in the past, as my therapist says, and you know, we just got to root for a win the rest of the year. And if they lose on Thursday, you know, I might I might have to just cut this segment out because there's only so much you could say about a shit sake tea. There's really not much else you can say. So... Anyway, I'm going to talk about, as I'm recapping week five, 
A couple of themes uh, you want to look for as you're trying to corral your fantasy team together. And I hope you're not one and four in fantasy because that means you're not doing very well and you'll probably miss the playoffs. So I'm going to go into uh, my weekly grades and I'm going to do it based on the position, uh, the packages that teams use on defense. Okay, I'm going to give each team, all 32 teams in the NFL, a quarter, nickel, or a dime package, okay? Uh, ten is, is greater than five, so the dimes will be the second best. Quarter's the best, dime's the second best, and a nickel. So if you got nickel, it means nobody on your team is fantasy relevant. If you're quarter, it's like you got a lot of guys, and you should probably draft them all. So we're going to do that as we recap Brief 5. Okay, first team, let's go into the Monday night game. And what if you're a big football fan like I am, you've been watching the games for all... 25, 30 years now. You saw Drew Brees. He throws a big, long touchdown to a rookie guy. I actually wrote his name down because I want to make sure you pick him up on your fantasy team. His name is Tavares Smith. He's a rookie wide receiver. The Saints are very good. Sean Payton's is very good at finding rookie wide receivers. Traver or is it Tarderick? I can't read my own fucking handwriting. It's something Smith. Just look Smith. It's a very uncommon name. Uh, he, Drew Brees, as we know, breaks the all-time uh, passing yards record on Monday night against a hapless Washington Redskins team who might as well have just watched fucking ESPN on Monday night instead of participating in the actual game. So Drew Brees, he throws the touchdown. He breaks Peyton Manning's record. He breaks Brett Favre's record, too. Okay, Brett Favre is just, let's be honest with you, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But uh, everybody's going to pass him within the next, like, 10 years, and he'll be, like, the 11th best quarterback of all time. And that's just how history works, okay? History is written by the passing yards leader. So... Uh, Drew Brees gets that. The Saints, naturally, they're quarters, okay? They get a quarter grade this, this week because nearly everybody on that team is good enough to start. You got Breezes, Drew Breezes Christ, as I like to call him on this podcast. You got Tarderick Smith. You got Alvin Camera, And the newly uh, returned from fucking criminal background, uh, Mark Ingram, who probably went and uh, fucking slapped the child across the face or something. Okay, that's what I'm assuming of, of these of these guys who come off suspension. Because if you're getting suspended for everything else, it's fucking bullshit. Okay, so Mark Ingram comes back from robbing a fucking Red Lobster. He runs for about a gazillion yards, and he's good enough to play. So the Saints get quarter records, okay? Uh, while the Redskins get my lowest record, uh, my lowest rating on the tier here, they get nickel grades because they are literally forgettable. If I didn't remind you that Alex Smith quarterback the Redskins... Wouldn't you have to think for like five seconds who was the quarterback of the Redskins? That's how forgettable they are, okay? Adrian Peterson, he's one of the Vikings greats, also has a lot of rushing titles. He's been the only good factor on this Redskins team. And because of that, the Redskins couldn't capitalize on taking a big lead in the NFC East. They get a nickel grade. Uh, they are a ball sack, okay? Let's go to another couple nickel grades, and this time it's the Titans and the Bills, okay? That game was scored 13-12, which is a very exciting baseball game, but a very boring football game, okay? They had 200 combined yards passing. On a night where Drew Brees' fucking H. Christ throws a long touchdown to break the record, 
200 yards passing combined for these two fucking berserko bullshit teams. Okay? And I've talked. I've waxed poetic about the Titans in the past because they were a team I thought that people could believe in. But not after today. They're fucking pieces of shit. 200 combined yards passing. And I read a very interesting tidbit on the Bills in that they have the same amount of touchdowns as wins. I don't know the exact numbers, but that is pretty fucking pathetic. Nickel grades for both of those teams. Let's jump to the Miami and Cincinnati game. Kind of like the Saints and the Redskins in that one team is pretty fucking good and the other team is pretty fucking hopeless. Okay? The Dolphins fooled nobody. They started off 3-0. Okay? Maybe you put some bets on them to cover against the Patriots a couple weeks ago. Maybe somebody in this room, not saying it was me, not saying it wasn't me, put money on the Dolphins to cover the Patriots a few weeks ago. But they didn't fool anybody. They're a bad team. Okay, Ryan Greenhill Zone, whatever the fuck his name is, is a fucking disaster at quarterback. You don't want to roster him. Don't draft him on your team. They get a nickel grade. On the other side of the ball, I got to give a quarter grade uh, to the Cincinnati Bengals, okay? And they will be the Bengals until, the, to me, they turn into the Beng boys. Uh, until they actually win some fucking playoff games for once. But they've been scoring a lot of points lately. Their offense hums under the tutelage. Okay, using that word up. I told you it was coming in handy. Under the tutelage of Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis offense. Again, it's early October. Come back to me in September. Uh, I'm sorry, come back to me in November. Or next September too, where we'll be saying the same things about the Bengals like we do every single year. But how they're good to start off but can never finish the games. And uh, until then, they get a quarter grade from me, okay? I'm just flipping to the next page, my notebook here. Let's see if the next games are on me. I need somebody, can somebody clean my glasses? Yeah. I started wearing glasses uh, just a couple of days ago because my doctor is telling me I can't see shit anymore, okay? Let's just say I'm doing some extracurricular activities where I wield something that probably is not should be wielded by people who don't have very good eyesight, and I need my wits about me to handle the business I gotta take care of. And that's it, the fool's your secret. Okay, anyway, next game. Uh, let's do the Ravens and the Cleveland Browns, okay? The Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield, again, not to be confused with someone who bakes bread, because I confused it in my head still. They uh, get my dime grade, okay? They're very middle of the road. They're not a laughing stock, at least as much anymore, with Baker Mayfield behind uh, center there. They make all the players good. So you could pick up a couple of brownies. And I can't believe I'm saying this because the past couple of years they finished with a record of 1-31. and 31. Astounding. But now they're pretty fucking good. So uh, you could pick them with confidence. And the Ravens, as I've mentioned many times on this podcast, Joe Flacco is a fucking homeless man. They get a nickel grade because if I wanted to watch a punt fest, okay, I'd go to a fucking festival for punting. See what I did there? All right, next game. And this was a disappointment for Aaron Rodgers, okay? I'm talking about the Green Bay Packers. Okay, disappointment. Aaron Rodgers didn't have a great game. Couldn't do enough to face against the Detroit Lions and come back. And the Lions, as we all know, are pretty shit too. So uh, the Lions, I don't know. I can't give them a grade because... I don't want to touch the Lions. Every time I say the Lions are good, they go back to being the Lions and being bad. Every time I say they're bad, they pull a fucking upset over the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. 
I'm sorry, this wasn't a Lambo. This was in the fucking Detroit Dome. I know this because Mason Crosby's missed five field goals. Let's count that out. One, two, three, four, five. Five missed field goals when you're a professional motherfucking kicker. How dare you, Mason Crosby's? Not doing well for my fantasy matchup. Your ass is on the bench and into the waiver wire. So long, farewell, Avita Zane, goodbye. I don't want to see you again. Okay? Screwing over my boy Aaron Rodgers. Pretty boy Aaron Rodgers, who I love. And you fucking made them lose in a dome stadium. How dare you? That said, dime great for the Packers. Next game. Jaguars and the Queefs. Okay? The Jaguars still have some good players, including TJ Yeldon. He's the guy who's a running back while Lenny Fournette is out. I give them a dime grade, although don't touch Blake Bortles with a 10-foot pole. Okay? He is a hot, steaming pile of man. Okay? He is ashes on the field. Pretty worthless. The Jaguars are still pretty convinced that they should be signing him to a long-term deal, and he's the future and all that. And I love you, Tom Coughlin, to death. You took my Giants to places they've never been before, but... You're wrong about Blake Bortles, and maybe you should get new prescription glasses too. In fact, maybe I get a little sponsorship from Sterling Optical or some other opt- uh, optical company so I could uh, maybe get a deal with, with uh, Tom Coughlin going. We both could talk about glasses because we're both getting on in years. That's okay. Okay, the Jaguars, they still get the dime grade. And uh, the Queefs. Okay, the Queefs is pretty easy. Their defense finally turned around. Their quarters when Patrick Mahomes plays and Tyreek Hills catches the ball too okay they're always going to be quarters so if you're looking for a couple of queefs to put in your team keep your queefs on your fantasy bench and not in the sheets not in the bedroom if you know what i'm saying okay and if if my wife is listening to that just fast forward through that part and make sure uh the kids aren't listening either and uh also if uh someone could find the garage keys i must have misplaced them i'm not very good with it it happened when i got new fucking glasses so uh, I, I, I need to find those two. Okay, just if you're, if you're not my wife or my kids, you could fast forward through that part. Okay. All right, the next game. Okay, I think we're about halfway through this lady. The next game is the Jets, um, which I'm giving a dime grade because uh, they put up 34 points, kind of like they had that offensive outburst at, against the Detroit Lions at the beginning of the season. I give them a dime grade because you got to give credit where credit's due. And Denver, who I had a fucking bet on this week because I thought, hey, one of New York teams is probably going to lose in fucking startling fashion. They couldn't cover the spread. They couldn't cover the money line. So Denver, fuck you. That's a nickel grade. Okay. Two quarters coming up in this one. And I know what you're saying. You're going, oh, Anthony. But the Falcons lost. I know the Falcons lost. I'm not a fucking mute. Okay. The score was 41 to 17. Obviously, the Steelers and Antonio Browns, they're going to get a quarter grade. But you can't rule out Calvin Ridley, the newly minted Falcons receiver, and give them a quarter grade as well, okay? You're not going to give the Falcons defense a quarter grade. I'm not fucking stupid. But you got to give the offense its due. Even though Matt Ryan is a uh, is a fucking tree trunk of a man uh, in that he can't move or throw the ball, you got to give the other players a quarter grade. Or maybe a dime. What's the middle between a quarter and a dime? Does that currency exist? What about a second? You know what? Give the Falcons a silver dollar. That's in between a quarter and a dime. I'm pretty sure. 
I'm not really an expert on currency. If you want to do that, watch like porn stars on History Channel or something. Okay, next game. And this one is the battle of the uh, two West Coast teams, okay? And that's the Chargers and the Raiders. Uh, where to begin with the Raiders? I'm just going to flat out say it. They are in a void for me. I don't want Derek Carr's mans. I don't, I don't want, um, what's his name? Austin Cooper. He puts up 100 yards one week and then puts up two yards the next. That's not hyperbole. That's a real thing. I don't want anyone on that team. Derek Carr has a chance to hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch for a touchdown to win the game. What do they do? They make the same fucking mistake that the Seahawks did in the Super Bowl. And now Marshawn Lynch is ranting and raving and stomping his feet. And Melvin fucking Ingram intercepts Derek Carr's ball in the end zone. As if they don't watch these fucking games. They never fucking learn. Okay? Pete Garrell is, is looking at that game right now. And, just going, and he's, he's sitting there, and he's just having the fucking worst time because he's going, I know, I was there, I, I did that, and you didn't watch. And it's fucking frustrating. So avoid the Raiders. The Chargers, they get a dime grade. They're actually pretty good. Okay. <clears throat> now we go back to the NFC. So the little AFC action. Now we go to the NFC. And this was a rematch of the NFC Championship game. With your Minnesota Vikings and your Philadelphia fuckboys, okay? The Philadelphia fuckboys just lost one of their players. The guy with the weird J-I-I-I-I-I-I name. He's gone now, okay? He's on injured reserve. That's IR. That's an abbreviation for people who don't know. Uh, so the Philadelphia fuckboys get a, a dime grade. Because maybe, just maybe, there's a couple of players on that team that could actually do well. Okay, I'm trying to take my Giants bias out of it. So, I call them the fuckboys, but I give them credit where credit's due. And on the opposite side of that is the Vikings, who finally woke the fuck up from their Bills fucking debacle. And their Rams debacle. And finally look like a team that's actually quality. And that could, uh, that could go for the playoffs. So, uh, I give them a quarter for this one. Also staying in the NFC, I got you two nickel teams. And that's the Arizona Cardinals. And the San Francisco, we're fucking nothing with that Jimmy Garoppolo's. Okay, because that's what they are. There's nobody worth it on either of those teams. Uh, both of those teams are probably destined for top five picks. I thought one of them had the top pick over the Giants. I'm wrong. I obviously can't do math right. Fuck me. But don't touch them. You know what I mean? If there's a little party that says, oh, maybe one of these teams will turn around. These teams can't be that bad. That's a fucking trick. That's like a fucking witch-ass trick right there. That's a spell that's coming over you. Stick with the teams that are winning. Get a guy from the Steelers or the Falcons instead. Don't fuck with these bad teams. Especially with a lot of people like to trade during fantasy time here. And they try to give you guys on bad teams and say, Oh, this guy fucking strokes his choke until, uh, you know, he could get he could, he could could get you 100,000 yards and come on a woman's face, uh, you know, uh, in the locker room after the game because that's how fucking badass he is. He's, he's the guy you want on your team, okay? That's, you, you gotta, you gotta avoid that shit, okay? I lost my train of thought. Cut that part out. I don't want people listening to me talking about come on a woman's face. Especially my mother. Oof. Anyway, can we cut that part out? I don't like that. Okay. Thank you. I'm trying, I'm trying to be nicer to you guys. I'm telling people out here. The guys in the booth who cut the piece together. They're doing an excellent job. Wouldn't you say that? Remember to, to send me a like 
send me a like or a comment. Tell me that you like the booth, guys. Because they're growing on me. Because you guys are finally doing what I'm fucking asking for. That's right. So, you know, they're going to cut that out. And uh, remember to, to like and comment. But I'm not done yet, okay? I still got I still got two games left. Okay? Uh, let's go with... Uh, let's get the easy one out of the way. This was Rams in Seattle. Okay, the Rams get a quarter mark. They're 25 big old cents there, okay? They're top tier. Nobody can beat the Rams right now. They're the best team in football. They're in Los Angeles. They're Hollywood dreamers. Sean McVay. Oh, my God. What can Sean McVay do for you? That should be a new slogan for Gatorade or something. Uh, Gatorade, if you lose that slogan, I do want credit for it. So please send it my way. Uh, and the Seattle Seahawks uh, are a shell of their uh, former selves. I think I've said that in the past. I still love Russell Wilson. He's a good guy. But the rest of the team kind of sucks. Because Russell Wilson is so good, though, I give him a dime grade. They get 10 cents here. Again, we're doing quarters, dimes, and nickels in that order. And uh, for those of you who might be on a little bit on the younger side, uh, who I hope didn't hear me talk about me uh, uh, referencing a woman being cummed on her face, uh, a quarter is 25, uh, a dime is 10, and a nickel is 5. Okay. The last game we have here uh, are two dime teams, and they both happen to come from Texas, okay? Uh, the Dallas Cowgirls only have Zeke Elliott. Everybody else, fuck off. We we watched that game. Jason Garrett, who shouldn't be a head coach anymore, let's face it. He shouldn't be. He uh, gets an opportunity to go for it on fourth and one, and he blows fucking chunks. Doesn't get it done. He decides to punt the ball away. And on the opposite side, another dime team, the Houston Texans, they take advantage. Okay. I treat them with caution, though, because their players seem to get injured every fucking which way. And Bill O'Brien, their head coach, is a perennial fuckboy. Okay. He should be coaching the fucking Philly fuckgirls. The fuckboys. Whatever I call them. Okay. Uh, the Cowboys, again, they're very pathetic on the throwing side of the ball. Uh, Dakota... Uh, uh, Presley is not very good at targeting his receivers well. They only got Zeke. The defense uh, needs a little bit of work after getting beaten easily by the Texans last week, including um, Denandre Hopkins, who had a very spinny-looking long game that I'm just going to call it as a touchdown. It wasn't ruled that way on the field, but I'm going to call it a touchdown because that's what it was. It, it salted the game away, and they came out and they won it. So both of those teams are dimes, okay? So again, so let's let's review. The quarter teams are as follows, okay? And and maybe you should write that. I got my notebook in front of me, but maybe you should write it down too. Okay, here are the quarter teams. All right. The Saints, the Queefs, the Falcons, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Vikings, and the LA Rams. Okay, now here's the dime teams. Now these are the teams that maybe you're on the fence about and you want to grab guys from there, but you don't know. I say do it. Do it with these dime teams. And that's going to include the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cleveland Brownies, the Green Bay Pacman. Let's do the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Jets. Also, we got the San Diego Chargers, the Philadelphia Fuckboys, as well as the Seahawks, the Cowboys, and the Houston Texans. And then finally, on the nickel grades, these are guys that really you shouldn't fuck with a 10-foot pole. You shouldn't fuck with your father's cock. That's the Redskins, the Titans, the Bills, the Miami Dolphins. Okay. 
the Baltimore Orioles there, the Denver Nuggets, the Raiders, the Arizona Coyotes, the San Francisco 49ers, and I think I think that was everybody. Maybe I got a couple teams wrong because these fucking glasses are still not as up to snuff as I want them to be. But again, uh, I, I ask you that uh, you continue to listen, continue to like and comment, and tell me what your grades would be. If you had to give out nickels, dimes, and quarters, which teams would you give them to? Anthony DeFulzio, me. I want to know. Okay? Thank you, guys. Okay, we're done here. We could close this out. Uh, I got. I need something to fucking eat. Every time. I want to order Chinese. <laughs>